All right, I'd like to welcome everyone to another edition of Coach Starnes Raw. Now, this is this is going to be an inter- this is interesting now. So, the fo- football game's over, or football games are over. So, what I want to do today is I want to talk about about the Super Bowl, which was outstanding, and then kind of transition and talk about where we're going to go from here. But uh, but first, let's talk about that that Super Bowl Mon- uh, Sunday night. It was that was an it was, it was everything we 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 kind of hyped it up to be. We I know I had talked the week before or that right before and kind of gave my hey here's what the Rams have to do here's what the Bengals have to do and I just kind of threw a number out there. I want to say I said thirty twenty eight Bengals, which hey it if the it got down there. I think that again, and I, and I said I didn't want to pick a number because I didn't know. I thought the Rams were the better team. What I said was, I said it's going to be a close game. Every game, minus the Chiefs and Bills, from the divisional round on, was three points. Every game, and again, like I said last time, some say that Chiefs Bills game was the best one of all. Many say that. It's a very popular opinion. It was an outstanding game. And that's just because it was an overtime game. The reason every game was three points. Every game. And this one lived up to the billing. This one was great. It was, I mean, it was great on both sides of the ball. Both teams did what we what we talked about. The Rams need to be high-flying. They're going to make some mistakes. But, hey, Matt Stafford is great in the fourth quarter. He, I think he was the highest-rated quarterback in the fourth quarter this year. That's it's and that's what showed on on Super Bowl Sunday. The Bengals had a chance, and that's what I said. I said they were going to come down and win it at the end, and they had a chance to do that, and they fell short. Why did they fall short? The one thing I said they had to do, they have to protect Joe Burrow, and they did not. They gave up seven sacks, and that's what I said. You know, they give up nine against the Titans, but the Titans' offense was not explosive enough to beat them, and they made too many mistakes on offense. The Rams are so much better on offense than the Titans are that if the Bengals gave up seven, eight, nine, ten sacks like they did against the Ram- like they did against the Titans, that they were going to lose. And that's what happened. They couldn't protect Joe Burrow. And that's what happened coming down the stretch. The Bengals had a chance, had the ball, plenty of time to go down and tie it, maybe win it. And they couldn't protect him. And that's what it came down to. And when I knew it, the Bengals could not protect Joe Burrow. The Rams made plays at the end of the game. The Rams offensively moved the ball the whole game. The Bengals did not. And the Bengals do what they do. They're so solid in every aspect of the game, but they are really bad up front on offense. And football is one in the trenches. They cannot protect Joe Burrow. Other than that, they are solid in every other aspect of the game. That's why they're in. That's that it fact. That's why they're in every game because they're good, really good on special teams. They're very solid on defense. They're where they're supposed to be all the time. They make very few mistakes on defense. And there's and Joe Burrows. I mean, and they're solid on offense. They they can be explosive at times. They have good weapons on offense. They just have offensive line issues, and it showed. And that's what cost them the game. 
Cowherd said yesterday, I think it was yesterday, he was talking about, you can't, when you get to the Super Bowl, I mean, the coaching in the NFL is so good, you can't be bad at anything and win. And they're bad at protecting the quarterback. And it was exploited when it mattered most. And that was the difference in the game. And yes, yes, the penalties at the end of the game, and I was not happy watching the game with those calls late in the game. But again, they missed the they missed the whatever you want to call it, offensive pass interference, offensive hands of the illegal hands of the face. Again, you know when they grabbed Jalen Ramsey's face mask, he got twisted up. They caught a big touchdown pass. I believe it was Higgins. Yeah, that was they missed that call, and that was that was a turning point in the game. That was a big that was a big call in the game. But they hadn't thrown their flag all night, and that's that's my I just like consistency. I want consistency in the call. The holding call, and it was third down, but it was very impactful. That puts a ton of pressure on the Rams on four, going on fourth down now. If they don't, that holding call was abysmal. I believe it was fifty five. I can't remember his name for the Bengals. That they called holding against Cooper Cup um, when he they said he held Cooper Cup right there and that was a bad call. They've let him play all game and 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 it was such a smooth game because there were so few penalties. They let him play and it, it, just the pace of the game was outstanding. I wish it was like that throughout the season, but they let him play and then at the end three penalties in a row. And and again that's because a little had to do with the Bengals got tight, but but that holding call was uh, it was ridiculous. Again, so was the other call. So was the call, the non-call on Higgins when he grabbed uh, Ramsey's face mask. I think inadvertently, but when he did, it, he did what he he did it, even though it was inadvertent. But but both calls awful, awful. And yes, it was game changing. I know it was only third down, and they still had another down, but that was game changing. They were down by four. That was significant. That puts the Rams up against it on fourth down. That's tough. So, that's my take on that. But, again, this really just capped off a great playoffs. The NFL playoffs. The NFL, there's a reason it's the most popular sport in, in the United States. Right there. The playoffs were legendary. I mean, they were, every game was exciting. Every game. Outside of the wild card round, which is going to happen when you get seven teams in. It's going to happen. Some teams aren't, aren't, aren't as good as the other teams. The Eagles, of course, couldn't play with the Buccaneers. The Patriots weren't good enough to play with the Bills when the Bills were clicking. It is what it is. But when you get to the divisional rounds, you get the best teams in the NFL. And it was remarkable after that. Remarkable. It was great. It was a great playoffs. A great Super Bowl. And just overall, again, a great NFL season. As well, The NFL is the best. It's the best product. <clears throat> but, hey, that's, you know, and so kind of my takeaways, you know, moving forward. Where do the Rams go from here? They have a lot of free agency issues. They have to bring some key players back. 
Bengals. Bengals, you know, it's tough. And I alluded to it last week, and I think I talked about it. You know, Joe Burrow has just a lot of characteristics of a Joe Montana, but Joe Montana never lost a Super Bowl either. When you get there, you have to win. It's very hard to get there. Very hard to get to the Super Bowl. You have to capitalize on that. Otherwise, you go down like the Bills. The Bills, what, lost four in a row? That was crazy. You have to win when you get the chance and when you get there. I'm very anxious to see how the Bengals respond. Joe Burrow has it. But are the Bengals going to be buttoned up from top to bottom enough to be perennial contenders here? Are they are they good enough in the front office? The great organizations in the NFL are great in the front office. You have to have stability and great leadership to be consistent in the NFL. That's why the Patriots are so good. The Chiefs do a great job. That's how they've been able to sustain the their success. The, the, um, the Packers, great in the front office. These franchises, the Rams, great in the front office. The Steelers, great in the front office. That's why they hadn't had a losing season in forever. Those organizations are buttoned up from top to bottom, and that's why they're there every season. That's why they're contenders every season. Other organizations are dysfunctional. The Bengals have been dysfunctional. The Browns have been dysfunctional. The king of dysfunction, the Detroit Lions. Right now, the Giants are a mess. So, the Texans are a mess. I'm throwing my team out there, yes. So, we'll see where they go from here. Are they good enough to be perennial contenders? They have the guy under center, but are they good enough in the front office to to get back there? That's a big deal because, again, it's so hard to get there. You have to maximize that and win that. That's what the Patriots did. I remember... When they got there against the Rams, everybody was like, okay, the Patriots should just be glad to be here. They're playing the greatest show on turf, Rams dynasty. And ironically, the next dynasty emerges. The Rams didn't have a dynasty. The dynasty emerged, and that was the Patriots because when they got there, they won. And then they won the next one and the next one. You have to win when you get there. It's very hard to get back. So much can go wrong. Injuries. Other teams getting better. Your team's getting older. Coordinators leave. Many different things. But overall, again, great season. Great NFL season. Uh, You know, my key takeaways, again... You know, it was fun watching the Bengals rise to the top. It was, it was That was fun. The Bengals haven't been there in so long. They haven't been really relevant. You know, they've had some good teams, some decent teams in the past, but they couldn't get past the Texans those years. They had, you know, some some good teams, but it was good to see them get there. The Rams did just did an outstanding job. Just a very solid football team in every aspect. One of the most talented teams, if not the most talented team in the NFL. 
And I talked about it. I remember whenever they picked up Odell Beckham and they picked up uh, Vaughn Miller. You know, they kind of went to hit a skid there, but it was just taking time for them to jail. Knew they would be there in the end. Knew that. So, I think the, odd, the, the latest odds for next year came out, and I believe it was oh, – I don't want to misspeak. I know the Chiefs were the favorite in Vegas for the next year. Uh, I want to say the Bills were two, Rams three, but then the Cowboys are four. Are you serious with that? Cowboys, four? They're a train wreck. Talk about leadership in the office. That's why the Cowboys can't get there. They're a train wreck at the top. It all comes down to leadership and stability. Hiring the right people and letting them do their job. Hire the right people and let them do their job. Don't micromanage. And Jerry Jones is the worst about that. Sorry, Cowboy fans. Now, where are we going to go from here? You know, normally I can just get on here and, you know, it's in the middle of football season and we have college football going on, high school football, NFL football, and I can just talk. I just get on here and talk, That's and that's a blast. I can talk for hours about the games the past weekend, the upcoming games, what I think about them. I can just sit here and ramble on and on. And that's, I mean, that's what I've done. It's been raw. I, there's no plan. Just coming here and talking football. What I saw, what I think's going to happen. Now, so we're going to kind of follow on Coach Starnes' raw now. We're going to kind of follow my sports watching, my, my timetable, the way my sports watching transitions. So now the only college basketball I've really watched is, of course, Aggie basketball, which is uh, was great until they went like on an eight-game skid. But that's really the only basketball. I mean, I've watched a game here and there on the on on, on the airplane. Not too long ago, I watched uh, UCLA Arizona State go to I think two or three overtimes. That was a good game to watch. I've watched a little Duke, watched Gonzaga a little. Love both those teams. But now I'm gonna. I love college basketball. Love basketball. Not an NBA guy, so we're not going to talk NBA. I don't do NBA, but I love college basketball and everything about it. Uh, definitely going to go college basketball, talk about it, current issues in sports. We'll talk about offseason, quarterback movement. I think this is going to be very interesting. This is going to be a very interesting offseason with quarterback free agency and quarterback movement around the league. I mean, three of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game. Now there's there's speculation about moving. I, I don't think Tom Brady's done. I said that. I've said it over and over again. I think he's going to end up in San Francisco. I don't have any. I just just a gut feeling. That's what I think. We'll see. I don't think he's done. Where Russell, where's Russell Wilson going to end up? What about Aaron Rodgers? I don't know. It's going to be it's going to be entertaining. Are the Colts really going to cut ties? With Carson Wentz, I don't know. Where's Deshaun Watson going to land? A lot of stuff we'll talk about and moving forward, and I love the draft. We'll talk about the draft. We can talk combine. That's really kind of where my my watching goes. We're going to talk USFL. That's what I'm talking about, spring football. I'm looking forward to that. I love the XFL. Now, it did help that the Roughnecks were really good. Uh, so, But I had all my Roughnecks gear. I'm, I'm really looking forward to the USFL. I like football, and it doesn't matter if it's CFL, USFL, XFL, doesn't matter. I'm watching it. Can't wait for that to go down. But, again, love college basketball. We're going to transition to some college basketball talk. We're going to talk baseball. Of course, a huge, I'm a huge Astros fan. 
talked a little about about that back in the in the, in the fall. But uh, but all that that's kind of the way I love love international soccer. And this last leg of uh, Concacaf World Cup qualifying is coming up at the end of March. Look forward to talking about that. So again, that's kind of where I go. That's we're gonna go where where my sports viewing goes, and it's very seasonal after football. So looking forward to that. Looking forward to talking about some hot topics on Coach Starnes Raw, giving you my takes. It'll be a little more structured after this, and not just me just just hashing out the games each week. It'll be a little different, but uh, but looking forward to it. Uh, I know this edition was a little shorter than normal, but I appreciate everyone who listens. And uh, again, thank you for this opportunity for Coach Darns Raw.